Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on board today and doing the interview with me. I'm here with the CEO of IE Call Center. And where are you based? We're based in Coral Springs, Florida. That's where oh, wow. I'm okay. Yeah. It's uh, okay. South Florida. It's, yes. Uh, That's awesome. Steve, can you share a bit about your role and um, your background and the history of your experience in the contact center space? Sure. You know, I am, um, I am the CEO. I am the yes. leader of the company. Um, mm -hmm. It's a second generation call center BPO company. Started as a, um, a typical switchboard answering service. And um, I'm really proud to say we um, are celebrating our 50th year in business this year. Oh, wow. And, Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that's where I come from. Uh-huh. Great. Um, can you share a bit of the career path? As I know you said it's a family business and how you got started from your father or? Yeah, my, actually my mom. My mom started okay. this business uh, back in uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay. And um, it started um, just in, in a house with um, two or three switchboards. You know those switchboards you see in the old movies where they answer the calls and they write down the messages and then they file them away in little cubby holes. Right. That's how it worked. Um, and that, that's how the business started. Um, you know, my path to getting here um, really started, I was a, um, started off as a young kid playing a lot of tennis. Um, oh, you're and, a tennis uh, player. Oh, well, yeah, I am too. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I learned a lot about tennis. Tennis is a, um, you know, in tennis, you can win, but maybe not win the tournament. And uh, I learned how to be a winner, even though maybe you didn't win. And um, I learned a lot of um, a lot of good lessons from that, um, how to really work hard. And um, it's a very individual sport. It could be very lonely. Right. So those, uh, those um, I guess, lessons of, of working hard by yourself really uh, made me who I am today. And um, I really appreciate that and uh, made a lot of great relationships. And um, it's good to learn how to be a good winner, but also a good loser. And sometimes you need to know what it's like being on the bottom before you get on top. And uh, those right. are some of my greatest lessons. Interesting. So yes. what would you say differentiates your company from all your competition? You know, the greatest differentiator really is my people. I'd love to say, you know, it's my wonderful ideas, my great vision, mm -hmm. you know, my, my decision to um, become a cloud business. Um, Ten years ago, that's what we did. We, we, we decided to, uh, to give up our offices and, and, and have over 150 people work from uh, remote locations. Um, and now we're international. So we have people working in many different countries. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. But really, the differentiator is, is our people. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I always say, like, you know, hire folks, look for folks with talent. And, you know, mm -hmm. with having over 150 employees, you know, no one's great at everything. And right. so when I see talent, I, I, I don't box them into a job. When I see talent, I try to say, well, where can that talent go? Could it go into the marketing department? Could it go into IT? Mm -hmm. Could it go into HR? Or could it be they're just really good in operations, answering phones? Right. So, um, I try to find talent and I try to redirect my staff of maybe helping them um, put them in the right place. Right. And, and, and that's what I do best um, is um, that's one of our great talents. My other, you know, my other great, um, I think, um, contribute 
that I contribute to the business is um, my ability to make relationships. Right. Um, I love to make relationships. Um, mm-hmm. As long as I have the people behind me to be able to, to, to deliver the goods, um, I love to make relationships. So love to be out there at a trade show or love to be out there on the phones. I love to make relationships. And um, yeah, that's, that's great. Cool. I was just about to segue to, you know, what is your client philosophy and your approach? So can you expand more about that? Yeah. You know, when you use the word clients, I, I don't like that term. I like to use okay. the word partners. I really partners. do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that's what we are. Um, mm-hmm. We're an extension of their office, of their customer service department. Mm-hmm. And um, I never think of them as clients. I think of them as partners. And right. as long as, you know, we partner well together, then mm-hmm. that's how I, I, I take it to the bank that, you know, every one of my, you know, clients are, are my partner. And, and that's right. how I treat them. Yeah, it's good to know. Uh, so what kind of services does your company provide? We know we, we a wide range, mm-hmm. you know, I, I honestly to say, you know, my dad taught me a long time ago when a client comes to you with a, a situation or a problem or mm-hmm. an ask, you never say no, you know, go back, talk to about it with your staff and see how can you, how can you solve it? But mm-hmm. basically um, in our, in our, in our company, you know, we have a couple of directions we go and we do a, a lot of phone support mm-hmm. um, where we just do typical customer service. We do typical sales calls where we actually sell products, a lot of billing inquiries. We also do a lot of outbound calling, you know, tracking people down for a mirror of reasons. Um, Email support, big email support, Um, all kinds of web support, you know, whether it be chat support on all kinds of social media. Um, that's what we do. That is the majority of our business. Do we do other services? hundred percent. Right. But, you know, th- those are hitting on the key ones. So is that pretty much the definition of what omni-channel services is, or is that the similar definition? Yeah, I, I, I really think so. I think the yeah. omni services, um, I'm probably not the best person to give the uh, definition of it, but you know, right. it is, it is putting together a, a wide range of different services and, um, uh, mm-hmm you know, tremendous IVR capabilities. Um, you know, the one thing I'm real proud of, of one of our services is being PCI compliant. Right. Being a level one PCI compliant shop is, is a big deal now, mm-hmm. especially during COVID times. So what, is, what does that mean, Steve, when, you know, someone coming in and doesn't understand what that term means? What is, what is PCI compliance? You know, PCI compliance is um, being able to take people's credit cards in a very mm-hmm. safe environment. And there are different levels, level one, two, and three. We're a level one shop. Okay. And um, it took a lot to get there. And, and what does that mean? It means that our clients are, 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 are safe from, you know, or it could be as safe from breaches um, and from all kinds of uh, terrible things that can happen. You hear this, it's a dangerous world out there. And um, we do tremendous training and we're on top of our game. And, you know, you have to, um, you have to be certified. And right. We've gone that extra step to be certified with a cloud business. And that, that's a big deal because when COVID hit, the floodgates opened for us because we had lots of partners wanting to partner with us because, you know, the call centers of BPO companies they were working with were not PC, PCI compliant with their agents being at home. Right. So yeah. I'm really proud of um, my staff 
um, achieving that mm -hmm. in the last couple of years. Yeah, it sounds like a really important criteria when someone is vetting for a contact center partner, for sure. sure. Um, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, you, you've been in business for over 50 years and you've had decades of experience behind you. What would you say are your top three accomplishments? Like in your mind, like of what you're proud of the top three accomplishments that you've had. You know, the top, top, three, top three accomplishments I really have is one of the latest ones as Becoming a fully cloud business, um, it made a, a huge difference in, 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 in our business lives here. Um, mm -hmm. That's a big accomplishment. And, and why? Because we're only as good as the people that work for us. Um, mm -hmm. And to be able to get talent around the world is phenomenal. People are asking you to work in different time zones at different times of the day. Folks are asking you to respond to emails while they're sleeping. And we need people who yeah. can work all these what I call crazy graveyard shift. Mm -hmm. So being able to be in the cloud allows us to get talent that we never got before. We used to have a call center in the Northeast where it limited us just to, I don't like to say this, but inner city situations. Right. Now being cloud-based, we, we are an international flavor and we have great talent all over the world. And so that's one of my greatest accomplishments. The other great accomplishment is to figure out the technology on how to make this all work. Mm -hmm. um, people's one thing, but making the technology work is wonderful. All the Amazon and Microsoft cloud service, we figured it out. The last great accomplishment is my training team. Because really, without them, all these other two stuff I spoke about, technology and, and all the other good stuff, doesn't work unless you have the ability to train. So putting our training in the cloud really is, I feel, um, an unbelievable achievement that we've done over the last couple of years. Trial by error, but it works and it's fantastic. That, those are great three accomplishments. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I'm really curious as far as in your career path, what has been a major challenge where can you kind of paint a situation where you had to overcome and resolve a client or in this case of your partner situation? Um, Any challenges? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You know, some of the challenges that we, we really had to overcome were, um, you know, learning how to um, deal with weather related patterns, you know, uh, our clients, you know, give us call traffic. Sometimes we deal a lot in the energy sector. And one of the greatest challenges I deal with is, you know, working for energy companies that their call traffic is based on weather. And it took many years for me to figure it out on um, how to handle weather-related, you know, situations, being, right. being on call for it. And, and so that's one of the greatest challenges that we've overcome, being able to staff with weather-related clients. Very difficult situation. Um, you need to be profitable but you need to give great service. So how do you play that balance? Right. And um, did I f have I figured it out 100%? No. But have I gotten a lot better at it by trial, by error? I have. And, right, and, right. And, and I, I've taught my staff on mm -hmm. how to handle that really well. What would, you, what would you say your culture is like at IA Call Center right now? You know, like it's a great question. It's a great question. And, um, you know, my culture is all based on trust. 
Okay. And many years ago, over the years, I work with a lot of business coaches. But the one thing that I love to do is I love change and I love to learn. So okay. I've worked with many business coaches over the years. And there was one Saturday morning, I think we had an office in New Jersey back then. And, I, you know, I'm walking up the stairs and I say to my business coach, Richard, I'm like, what do I do here? You know, between, you know, you know, employee X and employee B, like, you know, I put my hair standing on top of my head. He's like, you know what, Steve? At the end of the day, it's all about trust. If you can have a staff that all trust each other and you can walk into, you know, employee meetings together and you and your heart know everyone trusts each other, then you can get through all hurdles. Right. So all culture is all about trust. And, 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 that's, and, that, and that's what I believe in. So long as you trust and you believe that people care, mm-hmm. you, you can get through all, right. all situations. That's great to know. So um, being in the BPO industry, what would you like to see happen in the future? Just in an ideal situation. You know, in an ideal situation, you know, I love to, like, I, I love to watch technology get better. Um, for me, it's all about uptime. So, um, you know, these, um, these VoIP-based phone companies and, and, and these, you know, cloud services that we use for Amazon and Microsoft. I, I would love to see them work more in collaboration with each other better. I'd love to see um, switchovers happen a little easier. Right. It's all about uptime for us. You know, some of the biggest stresses we have is, you know, does, does phone company A talk to phone company B? Does, you know, does this router talk to that router? And, you know, you can, you, you can put stuff down on paper of this backup plan to that backup plan to have 14 million different routers backing up everything. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when Google goes down, you got a lot of problems. And um, <laughs> so, so, you know, I would love to see technology and, and I'd yeah. love to see, um, I'd love to see here throughout the United States, uh, uh, our government just invest more in the internet to make it stronger. Because we're as good as that last layer of the internet, no matter how private and how, how public it is. So I'd love to see um, the expansion and investment from, our, from the powers to be to make that stronger. Interesting. I'm just curious, you know, now with this big hype, I call it, for artificial intelligence, has that impacted a lot in your business and the way you carry on operations? Or You know, it, it, it helps us on all sides, you know, whether right. it be searching out new clients versus um, handling current clients. Um, data is everything. Um, some of my top lead managers, that's all they do is review data. You know, whether it be reviewing, you know, past calls on a, on a Christmas right. day versus looking at data um, for our clients based on people's call history. Um, mm-hmm. It's really something that we, we, we like to grow on and, and, and look to invest more of our time in because it's easy not to, to spend your time doing that. But um, I think that's something I, I wish to get better at right. as, as we grow in this business. Yeah. So how has being in business for 50 years impact your business strategy and your, your vision of moving forward now? You know, it, it's all those experiences for the last 50 years, not yeah. the last 50 years but it's those last 30 years. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it's knowing what it takes to, to be kind on the phone. It's knowing to be compassionate. 
for your, your, your current staff. It's, um, it's all those experiences that um, are going to let me grow to the next huge venture in my business. Interesting. Okay, so I have just a few other somewhat um, not so related <laughs> questions, which is what would you say to an aspiring entrepreneur that's trying to build a business right now? You know, you got to take risk. You got to right. take risk and you can't be scared of it. Um, right. Risk is just a, uh, an emotion. Right. It's, a, it's kind of a tort thing. There's no reason to be scared. Um, right. I feel that, you know, it's okay to fail. Um, right. I failed many times. And I right. think you're never going to be successful unless you're on the bottom first. Mm -hmm. How I feel. You got to know what it's like to be on the bottom before it's on top. I agree. So, um, and probably my biggest um, thing I, I tell my own children is um, there's two things that are very important. It's just, and they're simple. It's just don't quit and work really hard. Wonderful. Thank you. Do you have any last um, specific message you'd like to share with the world? Yeah, you know, it's been a difficult year. Right. It's a frightening year with COVID. I um, know, exactly. It's, um, you know, people sit on all sides of the fences. Mm -hmm. And um, the one thing I can say for 20, for the next year, for the upcoming year, we're coming up on uh, the holidays and New Year's, I say to everyone that uh, it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a fantastic year. We're going to come out of this. Mm -hmm. um, you only have one thing to do in life is to think positive and, um, and to only think that things are only going to get better. I know they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I look forward to a tremendous year this year mm -hmm. and things to uh, only get better. And um, I um, just look forward to uh, just a lot of great things happening um, with, with the vaccine coming out, whether you believe in taking the vaccine or not taking the vaccine, everyone has their own feelings. And right. the one lesson I can tell you is, you know, in my family, in my business, we have people that sit on all sides of the fences. Mm -hmm. And and the, the best thing I can tell everyone is that things are going to be great and respect everyone else's opinions. Right. You might not agree, but respect. And, and, and right. that's, that's what I, that's how I live my life. You right. know, if people don't ask your opinion, don't give it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one that's a lesson that's a lesson for my wife and, yes. and i listen to her every day on that <laughs> wonderful well thank you so much for coming on and sharing about your company steve thank and you so um, we would love to talk to you again very soon thanks appreciate again. it thanks, thanks. bye